times, folks. It's a 688. We're inching ever closer to your birthday. Oh, that's right. We are. I thought you were going to say episode 700 or something else fun or 678 or something like that. No, you're... Oh, no. We already passed that. You're... B day. My B day. B day. Yes. How are you feeling about it? I like fine. I feel like I'm getting closer to uh, uh, actually being accurate when I say I'm 40, which I am not. And and uh, some friends of ours that are over 40 have have pointed out that maybe I just quit saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I told Sarah. My friend Kelly was like, "You got to tell Sarah that." As somebody who is very much over 40, that you do not want to rush this. You want to savor your youth. And um, she just doesn't want you like, because then you're wasting it, you know? Oh, well, they do say the youth is wasted on the young, so. uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. How old are you going to be? I'll be 37. 37. I believe. That is disgusting. Yeah. 37 years young. Feel great. Uh-oh. I feel like uh, uh, <laughs> I saw this really funny meme, the or like a video. It was like a TikTok, probably or something like that, of this woman who was like talking about like what her parents had. She was like, "But when my parents were in their thirties, they had they were like buying their second home. They had three kids. They were like planning for retirement." She's like, "Oh, I'm just a baby." <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah, yeah. You, you posted that on Instagram. Like, I'm a baby. <laughs> That's how I felt. I was like, "Who's going to take care of me? I have no skills." Well, like it's funny because sometimes I feel like you do what we said, where you like rush, and you're declaring how you're, you know, over the hell or whatever. Yeah. And then other times, I think you feel like I'm never not. You're just wear getting started, and that, like you haven't even. I don't right. know. I'm like basically a toddler. I'm an infant. That's so interesting. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's, yeah. What is that about? I don't know. But I'm excited to, uh, to just like get another opportunity to eat cake. Let's be real. Heck yeah. That's really everybody should be about. eating cake all the time. Yeah. I think that we need to do that. Just like make cakes for like days that aren't people's birthdays. Who says you can't just have cake? When you had some cake over at our house for Adam's birthday, I should have given it to you because then we ate cake for the next two days straight. There's, so, it's just so good. In, it's so good. I mean, I always say like even just good old supermarket sheet cake, oh, I yeah. love. Yeah. You know, so good. Yeah, mm. it really hits the spot. Yes. Um, and I, even though I did a moratorium on poo stories, I will say that, I mean, I don't know if it's elevation or what, but I just, I didn't go for like five days. Oh, that, that's a travel thing. And I think sometimes it is like dehydration in the elevation. Man. Yeah. That's I like mean, a side we, effect uh, of dehydration, like the, that way or, or the other direction. Good grief. I oh, mean, I'm so sorry, Sue's blocked up. No, no. Back to, back to good. Back to, uh. Normal over here, but boy, they just, we had, we were prepared. We came with our liquid IV. You had some out for us. This is not an ad. This is just me reporting the facts. Yeah. Um, But you know, sometimes these things take time. They do. Uh Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. 
Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Um, but I'm back in the Berg and ready to bring Candy it up. Um... Well, I guess I'll just start by um, talking about the old Pam Anderson documentary. Oh, tell me everything. I yes. want to see it so bad. It's time. You got to dive into it. It's I know, on... but I wanted to like give it all my full attention. You know those times when you're, you're, you want to watch TV but also look at your phone and you're not really going to pay attention? Yeah. I need to be like paying attention to this one. Yeah, you got to focus. Um. I think it was on Netflix. Is that mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think it is. Um, our friend Ryan produced and directed it, and he did a really nice job. Um, she's an interesting lady. As most of you probably know Pam from Baywatch, yeah. or maybe as the Tool Time gal on oh, yes. Home Improvement, yes. or as nude in the pages of Playboy. <laughs> You may know her from the centerfolds. <laughs> she is so much more, however. Yeah. Um, when did you sort of like, when did she enter your cultural? I was a big Baywatch fan. No. Yeah, I was. I mean, and there was a part <laughs> of me that thought in a way that like I somehow was like on the end because I was like also doing like lifeguarding stuff and both my brothers oh. were lifeguards. It was like, you know, like Sarah was watching things. Baywatch for the lifeguarding. A hundred percent. And Hobie who, side Hobie. note, I ran into him. We used, because he lived in an area that was close to mine. Here we go. And I ran into him at a club once. This is so fucked up. Let me tell you the story about what this asshole did to me. We were outside of a club and he looked at me. We're standing in line like waiting. This was like after... I don't know, the club was like over or out or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, how much do you weigh? And I was like... Wait, were you talking to him already? Nope. I was standing in a group in the circle next to him. Okay. He like interrupted me and like tapped me on the shoulder. How much do you weigh? And I told him like, I don't know, like 150 or whatever I said. And then why? And he goes, because like this... And he told me about how this girl that he met online he asked her how much she weighs and he seems like i would be right at the 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 maximum no yes yes 
shut up. I swear, hand to God. He was like, What okay. did you say? I was really offended. Did you project that? Is, is probably he, was not. He aware? I probably you did as it. soon as he left. Did you cry? Mm, probably not. No. But I was like, I think Hobie from Baywatch just <laughs> dissed me. <gasps> that is shocking. Yeah. He asked me how much I weighed because some other woman he met online told him how much this she weighed insane. and I was about the maximum that he'd be willing to hook up with. That is disgusting. Yeah, that's a fucking true story. Because how could I even make that up? I'm so sorry. I Yes, I I'm that. so sorry that happened to you. And well, okay. that would be a really weird thing to make up. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you imagine? Did you funny. recognize him? You knew it was oh, Toby. Yeah. yeah. And what's his real name? I have no idea. Is this David Charbet or whatever the hell is that guy's No name? clue. But there, it was just like the was LA he a kid, scene like that he, time. on the show? Was he a youngster? Yeah, he was. He was uh-huh. um, like Mitch, is like a son or something. Like Mitch's that. son, yeah, or something. On Baywatch, insulted yeah. Sarah Louise Rice. Yes. Who's laughing now? Fucking that. Toby. <laughs> that is so you. rude. This is why L.A. is really disgusting. Oh, so gross. <clears throat> Yeah. I can't believe that happened. Wow. Yeah, but back to I'm Pam, the, the true star okay. of the story. Not Okay, Kobe. sorry. Yes. Okay, so the Pam Anderson tale is, I suppose the point would be that she's getting the opportunity to tell her story in her own words because so often the story has been told for her yeah. and without her consent, like when the they stole that um, sex tape from her house right. with Tommy Lee. And all these people profited off of it, and she made zero U.S. dollars. And when she tried to stop it, the judge was like, well, I mean, you've been in Playboy a bunch of times, so like, what, how mad can you be that people can see you That's banging? so fucked up. Yes, it is. Oh, God. Um, so I, I suppose the documentary is trying to right that wrong, yeah. and give her the opportunity to say who she really is and if we got the story wrong about her or whatever. Um, and she's very charming in it. She's very likable, very um, funny and self-deprecating. And That whatever. sounds like Susie Special. That's like everything that you love. <laughs> that is. I do. And I really like her. And I, I don't know. It, it. What disturbed me is just how like she is just like a vessel through which we can look at the ways that men sort of really have contempt for the women that they crave. Like the Madonna whore thing. Kind of, but basically that they, they want her. They mm. want to look at her. They want to bang her. They want her. And they're mad but they, they they're mad that yeah. they can't okay, control right. that, and so yeah. they direct that self-loathing towards the oh. object of their gaze. That's yeah. what it seems like. Because it's like, look at how you're doing this thing and making it so I don't have control over myself. In a way, yeah. you're controlling me, and the thing I yeah. want more than anything is control. Ooh. And they want it, but then they they resent. The fact that she can exploit that and manipulate them 
and make mm-hmm. them feel something without their consent, perhaps. Oh, and um, so interesting. What you see as a result of that is all these interviews, for example, that she did in like the 90s where these male interviewers would kind of like exhibit contempt for her and and focus like on her boobs and are they real? That kind of thing. Like who cares, number one? And obviously they are not. Right. And of course, as is the case with so many documentaries of peop- about people from this time period, Matt Lauer is one of the interviewers, and he's just so contemptuous. And to see it now is so cringy because of you know what we know about you him. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's just fascinating to to watch and disturbing and she handles it so well like in all the interviews she remains very unfazed by their idiocy but it's just disturbing to watch man you know what, what i mean what is do you hear from her children or anything in the documentary yeah they're both in it and the, at least one of them is a producer oh, i wow. think the uh brandon the older one but maybe both of them and um they just adore her and they have a really lovely relationship. That was another part of the film that was so disturbing though, is of course I knew that she was married to Tommy Lee and had children with him. And I knew that they had this like, you know, whirlwind romance and kind of like that, that whole thing, all the paparazzi and all that. But I didn't realize that when they broke up, that it was because he had abused her physically and he had gone to jail for it. I didn't remember that. Did yeah. You? I, don't, I didn't remember that part either. I think it's probably because she still has so much affection for him and speaks fondly of him that it just didn't register that he hurt her physically. Um, And it's just... He went to jail That's sad. Yeah. Because she she had to call 911 or whatever. She was like holding her new baby in her arms. Oh my God, that's so scary. Yeah. And he has substance abuse issues, which I believe are still active. And so I don't think he's beaten his demons. And it's a shame because I think they really were in love with each other and that his issues prevented the longevity of that relationship. And that all the the relationships she's had since then, remember like when she married Kid Rock and... Oh, right. I forgot about that. Oh, that's still like a Tommy. That's like, try. I could see that. Yeah. All of those relationships and marriages that she's had since then were kind of just silly and that she basically can't be with anyone because the one that she really wanted blew it. And that, you know, she had a line in the sand about physical violence and, but it's sad. Yeah. That is really too bad. I'll tell you what's not sad. And that is how freaking great bull and branch sheets and bedding are. Here's the, Oh, actually I just read this article that said, uh, I think it was in the New York times that talked about how we need to be getting rid of stuff way, like like especially bed linens and things like that, that bacteria and all this gross stuff grows at rates that are way faster than we think. And I know that you guys are still mm-hmm. using those pillowcases from like yeah. when you were in college. Get rid of them. Get I mean, some new sheets. I hate to admit it, but I would fall in that category because I really do I know, like, too. I, I believe in using things up right. and like not wasting, but sometimes you have to know when the line is. Right. 
And most and of the time, it's your. I could tell you where to start. Start with the. <laughs> start with your bed sheets. Start with your bed sheets and and Please. try Bull and Branch. Here's why you'll like them. No harsh chemicals, none of that grossness that a lot of companies use on fabrics. Oh yeah. No toxins, um, no pesticides. And one thing I know Sarah loves is that the sheets have those top and bottom tags. Oh, I, we it's took us way too long. That's to all we have. Really, yeah. I, I don't have the time, and I've never put it on. <laughs> I barely put my shirts and 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 pants on the right direction. You think I want to get a sheet? No. So just label it for me, thank. You. Well, and you know how like influencers always refer to things as buttery. Oh Everything's God, that's buttery hilarious. soft. Yes. And I'm always like, quit saying that. Well, now I'm like, wait, these are <laughs> these are buttery soft. <laughs> and I'm going to have to say it because it's true. And I'm sorry, but that's an accurate descriptor. So deal with it. And they're organic. I mean, very Lovely. breathable, great for winter and summer. They just are classic and wonderful. And they make your bedroom feel like a fancy coastal yes. grandmother. You know what okay? I got? All white. Yes, that's what Adam said. He goes, we want white. I want all white. It looks Mm -hmm. nice. We needed a white sheet set. Well, and I I love that there's a 30-night risk-free guarantee. So just try them and see if I'm telling the truth. And you'll be like, okay, they Mm -hmm. really are buttery. Make the most of bedtime with bowl and branch sheets. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code BRAINCANDY at bowlandbranch.com. Exclusions apply. See site for details. That's bowl and branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com, promo code BRAINCANDY. These are really nice. You'll love them. Okay, so then um, I guess it's just, it was a melancholy film though for me. Oh. Like. It feels a little bit sad. Like she didn't get super rich off of Baywatch. Like right. not, she doesn't have a lot of money. She and I made feel like that was bad before choices. residual. Like before the writers went on, before everybody went on strike and things changed. Right. I'm sure she gets money from it, but like it was the number one show on the planet. Oh my god! Mainly because of her. Obviously, and so whatever she was you getting, think, you think it was? Oh, you know what? And it wasn't Hobie. Fucked up that. Think about all that What's-His-Name got to do. You know, Mr. Ham, oh sad hamburger guy? David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Mr. Sad hamburger Mr. guy. Yeah. David Hasselhoff. Didn't he, like, cry on the floor eating hamburgers one mm-hmm. time or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, David Hasselhoff is, like, there, like, breaking down the Berlin Wall or whatever the hell he's doing. <laughs> and <laughs> Listen to all these references. <laughs> But she's not wrong. I know. I, those Very are popular all in Germany. Things that really happened, are they not? So, yeah. Uh, at least I think I was like. We're 10 in like a nineties time happened, capsule so. right now. Yeah, yeah, and 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 Pam, it, nothing. No, not really. I mean, not enough. And not she just enough. lives in Canada with her parents. Like that. Well, they're she, living. You know, she's taking care. Oh, like they're okay, older, okay. and she's yeah. trying to help them and everything. I don't know. It just seemed a little bit like. Oh. melancholy but but she is at peace like she's yeah, okay. not that's melancholy good. that's good it, it just she seems just like she a got a bad deal life. i think so i think she's just like well that. it didn't work out with tommy and i have these beautiful sons and i'm just fine and it's enough yeah but i recommend it because it does make you introspective about that time period in pop culture which was sort of gross yeah and the ways that she tried to empower herself like for 
PETA. She's a vegan oh, yeah. and or a vegetarian, one or the other. And mm-hmm. she's like really passionate about her like charitable work. And yeah. she tried to make it work with the way that people saw her as just like a sex object only. Yeah. There you go. That's oh, my well, review. I can't wait to watch. I'm looking forward to that. She's so beautiful. Love her. Yeah, she she is, and it's even more beautiful how she's self deprecating and comical and like playful. Like yeah. she's not a fussy. Like I saw Ryan White's poster. He's like, you know, I'm so glad we all learned how funny Pam is, even though she's going to turn down all of the roles that she's would get asked <laughs> to like do yeah. that are like great like comedic roles. Yeah. She's deeper than she lets on. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Anybody who's like self-deprecating like that, smart enough to be, is deep, is smart. I got to say, though, I I don't think we talked about this, but one of my New Year's resolutions was to be less self-deprecating because most people aren't smart enough to get it. Like they just think I mean it and that they should believe it. And people don't give me any credit. (laughs) And I'm yeah, so less. sick of it. Yeah, be less. Do you think that's good? Do yeah, you think I do. I, should... I think for you, okay. for sure. A lot of people need to. You need less. Really? For sure. Okay. I'm going to try. Yeah, because it, it doesn't so give hard. people the opportunity to really, like, praise you and give you, uh, like, uh, acknowledgement for what you do and accomplish. Thanks, You're like, Sarah. blah, blah, blah. Well... <laughs> Right, right, right. Okay, that was well, like just a perfectly accurate Susie Abreu. <laughs> it was. That was why it's so funny. Okay, well, if I forget, you have to tell me. Okay, okay. Ooh, good. I will. Okay, hold me accountable. Support this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay. Um, this is a debate. Mm. This is a classic Susie Sarah kind of like, what do we feel about this? Washington Post put out an article. I think someone sent it to me. Thank you, Brainiac, if you sent this to me. It was about a woman who is in a custody dispute Mm. and she has a new baby with the the ex-husband. And, um, the ex-husband said that she essentially was weaponizing breastfeeding as a way to like prevent him from having time with this child. We call it gatekeeping. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a and, real thing. And new moms yes. do like crazy. We see it in therapy all like that is a thing. Right. Yeah. So they will argue in custody like, oh no, I have to breastfeed. And so I'm sorry, I can't give you this time or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. 
And so the judge ordered her to stop breastfeeding. <gasps> and, um, uh, okay. So, <laughs> excuse me. Have well, cause we she not claimed heard of a million different workarounds? She claimed that she doesn't produce enough uh, milk when she pumps. This see, but that to me sounds like you know a gatekeeper scenario. Yes, it does. Because if it's really about the breast milk, yes, mostly. I'm sure bonding and all that, but but, <laughs> but if it's mostly about yeah. the nutrients or whatever you think, then it seems like. Now, what do I know though? I never had problems with pumping. Mm-hmm. Maybe some people can breastfeed but not pump. I've never mm-hmm. heard of that though. I, Usually it, breastfeeding yeah. would be harder than pumping. Yeah. Because uh-huh. it doesn't require a latch. Right. So I think the article was designed to kind of skew more towards the woman's side mm-hmm. and to say like, that's insane. Like right. breastfeeding should be allowed and that it's important to people for a lot of reasons. But m- my takeaway was more like, hmm, mm-hmm. seems like we, it's awesome that the dad wants time with a baby. That's like, right. we sh- love that. We usually are critical the opposite direction. Yeah. And that there are workarounds mm-hmm. with, but, but it's hard to know what's true because I'm not there when she's breastfeeding or pumping or anything like that. Right. And that it, what I do feel you like we got to look at, shouldn't the, the, it all be in the best interest of the child and. Well, and that's the like, thing. It's murky because yeah. breastfeeding's awesome. So is seeing both of your parents right. if you can. And I feel like if mom were like, you know, dad, this is in the best interest of the child, then she would put a, like, I don't know what, I don't know what's involved in 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 pumping but it feels like that would be something that you would be able to accommodate accommodate Mm -hmm. i think it's insane for a judge to say you can't breastfeed I think and I it don't was think sort he's of a- saying she can't breastfeed as much as she's saying yeah that's where it's like he's not saying you can't do that he's saying yeah your that can't partner, prevent this child. Yes, from, has yeah. the legal right to see this child that percentage of the time, and in the same way, feeding schedules are accommodated. Yeah, we got to all work together here. We got to work together here. This is co-parenting. They need it some sucks co-parenting. I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want to be in that position. No. Uh, it sucks no. for everybody. Yeah, and it's not ideal. No. Ideal is for you to be able to do whatever you want with your kid and your husband and your partner and your wife. Yeah. But that's not what we're dealing with. And I could see the headline saying, judge orders woman to stop breastfeeding and people being mm-hmm. like, what? And then not really hearing yeah. it all out. Yeah. Because it's not like this is a situation where the child is in danger from one parent. Well, and that's the other thing is that some people aren't able to breastfeed and sometimes the breastfeeding um, culture mm-hmm. can make you feel like yeah. you're failing or that your your child is going to suffer. Yeah. And I hate all that too. Like I breastfed, totally. but I don't, I really don't like that 
line of reasoning because there's a million reasons why people aren't able right. to or can't or whatever, don't want to. Yeah, a whole bunch. So everyone gets real judgy when it's moms involved and kids. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I see it on Instagram all the time. Like, you're, you shouldn't be letting your kid use that blanket and the... <sighs> Shut up. Absolutely. Yeah. If it just start, if you, if your sentence starts with a should, yeah, you should fucking can Shut it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> can it. That's why we made this sweatshirt. Can it. <laughs> can it. Cause this is not the first time we've had this problem. I'll tell you what I can't can it about. And that is the game. Let's get deep by the creators of what do you meme? How freaking great is this game? These are so fun. Well, this is funny because I did not know this was going to be one of our sponsors. And I've been a long-time user. And and Susie was like, oh, she came over to my house. And she, like, looks through the game closet. And she's like, oh, did you get or did it come in the mail? And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And she's like, this game. And I'm like, the game that I've been playing for years? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I ordered it a while ago. So wait, how did you hear about it? Um, well, I got the, so there's this great couples game. This like getting, get to know you, like it's called let's get deep. And it's this like get to know you question game. And I used it in a past relationship to like spark conversation. And now I use it with couples for couples therapy when they like need Are to. Are you serious? Absolutely. I do. I used it with Jeff on our uh, This Changes Everything podcast as a get-to-know-each-other game that he and I both played, and we answered those questions. And so there's a, there's fun different games from this company, and one of them is, like, if Let's you are a deep. fan of, like, the internet or social media, you will love it. Or if you hate watch the internet and social media and you are not a fan of it, you will also love this. It's well, super fun. Well, that's the fun. thing. Like, well, and it's perfect for this time of year because Let's Get Deep is the game. It's the specific one. And it's like a hot game for couples. Yes. And, you know, it gets people talking. And even though it's like funny to be scandalous or whatever, it actually is helpful to like learn and grow and communicate with your partner. But I mean, it's a hoot, of course. They have an After Dark expansion pack that <gasps> I really feel like... Well, I want that. I don't have that. Those are 200 extra spicy cards. Well, I want the extra spicy cards. Yeah, Sarah loves extra spicy. Always. It's just perfect for a game night. It's so fun. And, and like, you know, bring You don't want to do the same boring home. thing with your partner that you've been doing no, for no. forever? Like, oh, what are we going to do? Watch something else on... It's like stream another TV show? No. Because well, you'll like, learn stuff. Like, you'll learn okay, stuff. What celebrity would you want to have a threesome with, or something? You know what I yes. mean? Yeah. Like, or but it's not just stuff like that. Like, um, what would if you could redo your current career? What would you pick? And yes. I think that it helps you as a person learn about yourself too. Well, all the studies show that the thing that keeps couples, like couples that have been together for a long time, what is it that's like the real glue that holds the relationship together? And it's a curiosity about each other. Maintaining yeah. a curiosity and maintaining an interest in your partner is what you keeps you You know what's you guys funny, going. Sarah? What? That's how I feel about us because I'm always like learning new things about you. Yeah. Same. Constantly. I'm like, what? Hobie insulted you? <laughs> 
But no. you guys are, no, you people. Stop saying guys, Suze. You y'all. folks, y'all are in luck because we have an exclusive offer for our listeners. For a limited time, get 20% off with code brain candy when you go to whatdoyoumeme.com slash let's get deep. Yes. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get deep. And use code brain candy. Again, to get 20% off, go to whatdoyoumeme.com slash let's get deep and use code brain candy. So let's get deep, literally. Yes. Yes. Isn't so that fun. fun? They have like deep deeper and then like extra deep or something like that. Like they have like different mm. levels. So you can like, you know, Sarah loves it extra deep. I, I do. What can I say? Yeah, I'm not the only know. one. No, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm only human. <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 next up. So I feel like we're, we've, we're on the same page about the custody thing. Yeah, totally. Which I, I didn't expect. Oh, what do you think I was going to say? Um, well, I think, Maybe most people have the instinct to be like, what? I'm on the woman's side. Right. Maybe but I, I think, am. But because I I've seen this play out and how yeah. women do this and yes. it's hidden behind this motherly, like I'm doing right by the child, but it's really, uh, you know, it's it, almost like they're exploiting the stereotype of the mom, mama bear. Yeah. That whole thing. Like, um, that society puts on moms, mm-hmm. like that well, there's yeah, some different maybe there's some layers to that too, because like, what would it mean if you didn't do this? And then if your whole identity is like, I have to be the perfect mom who does all this, right. Then it, yeah. mu- it might feel by not doing that, that somehow you're failing. Yeah. And, and I get so, that. Yeah, I can definitely understand it. That it, it 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 always comes from a place of like good intention. Like nobody's like, oh, I really want. To. I mean, very rarely are people like, oh, I really want to fuck this person over. Hang on, let me gatekeep my baby. Like, no. Yeah. It's usually like, I care so much, and I feel panicky or scared letting my partner do this or maybe it's like i feel like i'm not going to connect with the whatever it is there's a whole bunch of different layers to it but yeah well that's the thing it's complicated there isn't totally. sort of like oh the answer is this and the answer is definitely not in the headline to that story which is judge orders you know. mom yeah yeah that's not just the sound of that first sip of morning joe it's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, moving on. Um, 
how about how there is this, uh, I guess there's some, a lot of uh, Instagram accounts with people who have um, disabilities, okay. maybe they're in a wheelchair or whatever. And uh, I think that one that I read about in particular is a gal who, I think she's promoting like maybe clothes or something that would be great for people like her. Uh-huh. And she was mad that Instagram doesn't do enough to sort of prevent regular, like just people on Instagram from sort of, I guess there's disability fetish people. Oh, yeah. And they're like super into gals in wheelchairs or whatever. Yeah. And then they, of course, leave comments or they like... Welcome to the internet. I'm sorry. Sarah, how are we agreeing about everything? This is what happens when you hang out with me in real life. Like you just rubbed off on me and it's like, now I'm just Susie. I'm just like, yeah, I'm sorry. This is not good for the show. This is not good. (laughs) We used to be the odd couple. Now we're just the couple. Yeah. Yeah, no. I thought I was going to have to fight with you. Because anyone... People get creepy and freaking weird about anything. Well, especially so, towards women. I mean, welcome yeah, to being pregnant a woman women, online. Yeah, pregnant women get. Remember when you were pregnant? You were like, you used to tell me. You said you could Ugh. tell the difference between the guys who were being nice and the guys who had fetishes. And you were Honestly, like, there's a difference between how they held my door open or did something, for, and I hated it. You could see them giving you the hungry eyes. Oh, when you were nine months pregnant. It's like a certain kind of guy is like real into it and it's not subtle. No. And I would like to be mad at someone about that too, but I right. can't because this that feels is life like the in this world. And there's so, always going to be that. Because, she, and also, yes. If you were to look at regular models, like model, just take any clothing model, like a swimsuit model or whatever. And you looked at the percentage of comments that she got that, or he got that or they got that were in the same, you know, vein, like, like just profane and maybe just like, um, I don't know, sexualizing them or, or mm-hmm. objective, objectifying them in some way. I bet the percentages would probably match up. Yeah. And I mean, it's not, nobody enjoy Well, most people don't enjoy that. Yeah. But it's like, it's, the price of... Think about some pictures you've posted and what uh, people yeah. have said. I, I mean, I don't have big tits, so nobody says anything about them. But if I did... I bet they talk about your booty. Yes. Yes, Booty-ish. they do. For sure. I remember I used to... I, I would put up pictures from me going to CrossFit. And I had one that was like slow motion of me just like... I didn't even mean to record it in slow motion. But one, it did. And somebody was just like, oh, I've watched this a thousand times to watch your ass jiggle, blah, blah, blah. You know, which, hello, I love it. Yeah, watch that shit. Why do they have to tell you that though? Right. Well, I don't That's know. That's the part me, I'm I like, don't I get. love it. So here I am saying like... But then I'm like, don't, you know. Mm. But, so, so yeah, I, I think that this is just... It feels gross because it's for something... Like that it's such a... I don't know. That's the thing. That's what I want to know. Get to the bottom of is like when I read that there are people with a disability fetish, my 
gut reaction was like, why would, why are you, why are you weird? Stop being weird. Mm -hmm. I feel like this about foot fetishes and everything else too. It's not just disability. I hate, I basically hate fetish. And this is probably from what we talked about last week or the other day. It is that because Susie hates regular kissing. Like you don't, you don't even have to be like, it doesn't even have to be outside of like the most heteronormative box. (laughs) I hate it. That's too much for me. Stop that. Stop touching each other. Yeah. And it's probably because of the way I grew up. So I yeah, get it. Yeah, okay. So that's probably, we have to think about it. It's probably like that. Yeah, I got. I, I think that it's un, an unfortunate part of the internet and th- that it has to be like that. But until... Well, so she was arguing that Instagram and probably other social media does not do enough to accommodate for people who are being harassed for just sort of existing online. Mm. And I, I just disagreed. I feel like they do a lot. You can make your account private. You can limit what people can say. Like you can mute words and phrases. I've, I've muted every synonym for boobs, every synonym. (laughs) And then someone will come up with another one and I'm like, Oh God, I didn't think of that one. Yeah. Um, I remember yeah. somebody said uh, when they could see my nips that I was smuggling raisins. I was like, now I got to add raisins to my, oh my gosh, muted that's right. words. Might as well get erasers while you're out there, while you're there. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But like there's, that's just how it is. And people are well, gross. I, sometimes, you know, it's funny cause the internet over polices in some places and under and others, the, there was a bird watching sanctuary, like a bird sanctuary that recently got shut down for a week because they kept tweeting about woodcocks, which is a real <laughs> bird. That's great. I thought they, they were they were playing this game on wait wait don't tell me where they're like guess guess what bird it was and I guessed that they were tweeting too much about tits because that's a bird. But <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's woodcocks. Too or much like about woodcocks. the whatever booby. Remember? Whatever yeah, bird. blue footed boobies. Something. Yeah, oh, yeah. Can we just like? Which made me then go, what's happening in, yeah. uh, what is it, ornithology or whatever? What's yeah. the, what the, those guys are freaks. Are birders after, okay? Like, dicks and tits. <laughs> For real. Pecker. Birders are disgusting. Yeah. You guys are all watching bird, out there watching bird porn. I mean, to be honest with you, this feels, this woman's experience yeah. feels like equality. <laughs> like yeah, she is I, getting okay. what everybody way, gets. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's like. I'm with you on this one because like, okay. you're not going to make the internet stop being fucking You're not going to make gross. humans right. civilized because some of them are just disgusting for yeah. a lot of reasons. Yeah. So I want her to can it because she, and the other thing is, this was probably my favorite part is that one of the items of clothing that she, one of the categories is like lingerie. So she's posting... <laughs> I buried you can't the post thirst traps. I buried the lead. And they'll be mad when people are drooling. Yeah, lady, you're hot. Just accept yeah, it. Yeah, just accept it. You're hottie. Listen, we're only human. What if we go to her page and we're like, whoa, she is sexy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I can't imagine this interview to ha- helped the problem. No, it Because all the weird we- wheelchair fetish people are probably like, what's the handle? <sighs> So I bet her followers increased, but anyway, sh- just stop complaining. Yeah. Well, and I'm glad maybe that you're, 
Ah, this sounds so like that female chauvinist pig kind of thing. Or like we are, you we know, are. I. It feel maybe it's good that you are profiting off of the way that I know. There's maybe that's more what Pam did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is like like. You it's know. just the fact of that we. This is how it is in the world, and I wish yeah. we could get rid of it, I and that no one had to ever feel men. uncomfortable. No women are making her feel creepy. I would argue that that's probably yeah. So true. guys, stop it. And I actually stop mean being guys. Weird. Stop being weird. Yeah, not you. But guys since we can't stop it, you have to make peace with it. I'm sorry, or make yeah, your account private. You. That's the way it goes. I'm with you. I'm totally on su- the Susie train today. I'll tell you what train I'm on, and that's what? Athletic Greens. Do, even more important than the Athletic Greens, I want to put that aside. Okay, go ahead. I have been told by, and I think maybe it's, I don't know, because I'm like pasty white, and I, maybe it's because, like, I don't know, I live it, like in a place where it's like in the mountains, or maybe it's like snowy, sunny. I don't know what the problem is. I don't get enough vitamin D, is my whole point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why haven't I been taking vitamin D like this for yeah. my whole entire life? Oh, for big time. What? What? Well, what? This I don't is know. The old, this makes so much sense. Just one little drop of my tongue. I basically have a lifetime supply of vitamin D. I will never have to worry about that. Next time I go get my blood checked or whatever they do to make tell me that, they're going to be like, you are looking great. And now I have athletic greens to think. So thank you. Yeah. Greens. I swear it's like in the bylaws of Pittsburgh that once you're born, you get like a pacifier and then you get like vitamin D. Yeah. Because you're not going to get enough if you live here. So you yeah. have to supplement. Yeah. Um. But yes, after what happened to my mom in December, I, I think I even said on the show how like the Andy Warhol documentary where he kept saying, um, health is wealth got burrowed into my brain. And then when she got sick, I was like, I get it. That is true. It doesn't matter if you're rich or famous or whatever. If you're not healthy, you have nothing. Right. And so, I mean, that's not true. I shouldn't say that. It's not that you don't have anything. It's just that. It's so important, and there the effects are so well, numerous. Well, say if you're not alive, you have nothing. So well, right, <laughs> I just want to. That is one of my priorities, and it's so important to me. And I just have been making a lot of changes, yeah. and Athletic Greens is one of them. So I just do it every morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told Sarah I had packed down a few pounds because Adam had been making this oatmeal that just was like, it was like a dessert. Yeah. Delicious. And I, I mean, had to cream stop Cream is like the number one ingredient. Cream and syrup. Yeah. Okay. I'm like elf over here. And <laughs> so I, I was like, this has got to stop. So athletic greens is a much better choice. Yeah. Just take it every mm-hmm. day and you'll feel better. And it's so good for you. Um, and it's just like, instead of having to worry about like, am I getting enough of this, enough of that? Just like one-stop shop type of yeah. deal. Get all your nutrition. So they, they have a deal. Speaking of deal, they have a deal for you. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D. I'm telling you, you and guys are just going to change everything. Did you hear what I just said? Free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your per- first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash brain candy. That's athleticgreens.com slash brain candy and check it out. I've been very popular in... Uh... Uh, you know, our house because uh, Eli was already going to order this. No. Yeah. He he had no idea. And he asked me, he has uh, two friends who are doctors and like they're always talking about like, what's the latest thing? And da, da, da. Yeah. 
And so they take Athletic Greens and he, and it's like a subscription, you know, like it shows up, like, we don't want to think about stuff. We want to just have a routine. And he's so good at having a routine. Yeah, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to think, I want just like every day, give him the same thing. And it just comes and it's just like set. And so he was, when it showed up, he was like, wait, did you know that we, we did you already? And I was like, sponsor. So <laughs> I got Sarah's, so many points. Sarah's flexing. Yeah. Totally and- flexing. Yeah, you can like mix the powder into like ice cold water. It's very refreshing. First thing in the morning, get started. Okay, so that's a scoop on that. And next up, uh, I want to talk about the millennial pause. This is, I'm so glad you are. I can't stop thinking about it now. This is so interesting. Susie introduced me to this uh, on our trip, and I did not know. It's one of those things that I didn't know I did, but now I can't stop thinking about it. Okay, so actually, I didn't even bring it up at your house. Eli did about how, like, what was the video he was showing? Oh, some video of We you. were talking. He was doing an impression of how I do a... Oh, my God, your cameos. My cameos. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you go to cameo.com slash Sarah Rice or I'm Sarah Rice or something like that, right. you can get a cameo and you can know exactly what we're talking about. It's very Yes. Fun. He was saying, he goes, hey, Sarah, you got a cameo that came through. If you want to do it, we can all watch. And he was like teasing her because like, wouldn't it be funny if we were the audience of her cameo? And then he did an impression of her and he did this sort of slight pause at the beginning. And then launched into it, and I was like, oh, the millennial pause. And Sarah was like, what's that? And I was like, oh, there's this thing that went viral about how, like, millennials, when they start recording or the, whatever they're doing on their phone, they're broadcasting somehow, they pause briefly, a TikTok or whatever, just a millisecond to make sure they're recording and they're yeah. ready to go. Like, okay. And I can't believe it. It's like, I can't unsee it now. You just like introduced me to like Helvetica or off-white paint. And now it's like everywhere. It's very relatable. Yes. And then after that virality, then there was sort of responses. And I think there was the Gen Z, let me see what it's called. Shake or something. What'd you call it? Yeah. The Gen Z shake, which is where... They just push record and they're not even ready. And so the phone shakes and they have to like adjust it and get it all set up. And then it's almost as if they couldn't wait another second. They had to tell you something. Yeah. And And you're like seeing a little bit of like the behind the scenes. Like, (laughs) yeah. And the article that I had read about it said that like both of these things are totally avoidable and also removable. Like if you are recording a video, you can take out the first millisecond or two and so the inclusion of it and the (laughs) willingness to keep it in is almost as if you want people to know that like you're either being intentional let me be very clear it's just me being lazy because there's no way i'm editing that first second (laughs) i'd have to like open up another program for that true yeah you're being efficient yeah. Um, but and but that. the articles are arguing that these approaches are two different relationships with the internet, and that yes. millennials grew up interacting with video and social media, but in a much slower and more purposeful way. 
and that they're taking time out of their lives to make this content that they're going to share with you rather than Gen Z, who is just like living in the moment and they're living the content. Their content is 24 seven and that they grew up in this frictionless, fast cycling, like world of TikTok. Wow. And that they accept that everything is online and that there is no uh, line between them. Right. Well, I'm going to try to do the, do the Gen Z shake. We should, when we're promoting this episode, we yeah. should be like, like, <laughs> like, but I hate it. I hi, hi guys, hi guys, Sarah, just wanted to catch you. We all, I'll be I, out of breath. I just thought of this. Season. But they're like, uh, they're bullshitting. Yes. Even, you know how there's that debate between like the millennial sort of like polished Instagram feed versus like Gen Z where they're like, yeah. it almost looks like they Fiona Apple yes. video criminal, which is yes. like, they're like, they look ugly and the, yeah, everything's like, gross and they're and it, no, the you know what they all look like? The, the, a Vice magazine spread from the 90s or like 2000s. You know how Vice yeah, magazine like used to be like before they had a, a television show when they were just still like Vice, like CD magazine that was like, this is what people on drugs look like. That's what yes. I felt like. Yeah, like the party scene. But like and just beautiful like, people are too busy getting high to clean up your room. Yes. Yeah, it's always messy in the background. I don't love that. Like I, I, I but that's just because I didn't grow up with that. And so I'm repulsed by it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, because I don't buy that it's authentic. It's supposed to look authentic, but I don't think it is. Remember yeah. when you were, you were telling us about that, that sh- there's another kind of shit like where they're like trying to make it look almost like the camera like it's blurry like they're turning the camera but out of focus yeah but it's yeah. very intentional it so, is like so i would rather something be filter. self-evidently yeah um like purposeful and that you know clearly that this is not off the cuff i would yeah. rather have that than this pretend off the cuff. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Oh my God. We don't disagree oh about God. anything. Anything. There will Maybe be it's because no you're 40 now. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Maybe that's now it. That Sarah's I'm in the 40. fucking 40s, you know? Am I 37 or 38? You're 37. 37. What is wrong okay. with you? That, that's Aren't not... you? Yeah. I was born in 86. Because if you are 38, then you are 40. Eight, right. I was born in 86. <laughs> We're set. 37. Because this is an that odd is year. crazy. Yeah. Look, it's hard. They what always is, ask math? whenever, uh, uh, when we go skiing and, you know, they'll like scan your pass and you can't tell because you're like wearing your goggles and everything. So they want to make sure nobody's like borrowing somebody else's pass. So they'll ask you like when your birthday is or whatever. But last time they just asked me how old I was. And Eli goes, ask her something she knows. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. And Maybe then he goes, it's... well, what date? And I go, 22586. Like, <laughs> like, it's an emergency. Right. But, but you don't know how old you are? Like, she, uh, she Gen Z shaked Because I paused. He was like, how old are you? And I was like, uh. And then I, I was like, 36. And then he asked me again when my birthday was. And I go, and Eli was like, she doesn't know. She doesn't know how I old, but she knows the date. Would you say that it's from all the dad grass that you've smoked? Eh, no, because that doesn't really affect your memory. 
just chills you out. <laughs> that is so true. That's not the hard stuff. Dad grass is for a nice mellow toke. Yeah. Just like chill. You want to hang out? You don't want to have your memory loss? You want to remember your birthday? <laughs> dad grass it up. That's what I'm saying. Just dad grass it up. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's sweeping the nation. Everybody. I told dad, you know, modern dad on Instagram. Yes. I told him that I had to send him something and I asked him for his address and he was like, is it dad grass? <laughs> I was like, yeah, modern dad grass. That's what <laughs> um, but modern here's the thing. Grass. Dad grass is legal in all 50 states. Yes. So even you people like me that live in states where they're mm-hmm. still fussy about these types of things, the THC levels on dad grass are so yes. low that it's illegal. Yes. And it's and not going to make you feel all like funky woo woo. It's just going to like mellow you out. It's got the good stuff in it to give you just like that nice yeah. mellow toke, you know? Yeah. High in CBD, low in THC. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun. It's so fun to bring to, I bring it when I meet up with my friends and everyone gets so excited as if we're like. Yeah, it sounds rebels. like naughty, right? You're like, oh, let's right. go smoke some dad. Let's go smoke this totally legal in all 50 states stuff that if the cops were to catch us with, they would probably take a drag. They would join in. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. my brother and his friend who is a cop absolutely did that. See? It's true. It's for everybody. It's just fun and it's nice. And they have tinctures and gummies and yeah. and the actual little what do you call it? joints? Yeah. Like, what do you call those things? Um, it's just fun. Right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners twenty percent off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash brain candy. Go to dadgrass.com slash brain candy for twenty percent off your first order. That's dadgrass.com slash brain candy. Did I smoke one now? Okay. So yeah, the I I think it's funny to talk about the Gen Z shake and the millennial pause. And yeah. I'm, I prefer the pause, but that's just me. Obviously. Yeah, man. It's just put together. It's, it's, it's polished. It shows yeah. the separation between regular life and content. And I totally understand why Gen Z doesn't do that. Remember how I told you, like, you know how I feel about, some of the people on TikTok yeah. and what happens on TikTok yeah. and the way that things become like runaway trains. Yeah. I had to tell Sarah about the Idaho murder. She didn't even know about it. Those four people that were murdered. And like this was all over no the media and TikTok and whatever, mainly because all of them were white and that's how that is. Did you see that thing? I forget where it was now, but they, they created this... Tr- thing you could put in your um, demographics, like mm-hmm. I'm white, I'm uh, wealthy or whatever you are, and it would say how long they would talk about you on the news if you went missing. Oh, oh my God. Because if you're a wealthy white woman with blonde hair, I mean, it's just like wall-to-wall coverage. Right. Under a certain age, like I'm on the cusp right now, like if I go missing in a few years, it'll be less coverage because oh I'll be like dis- you know, just old over the hill. But anyway, okay. So because these people were white and young and beautiful and at college, it was just constant coverage. And so then TikTok gets involved and you know how it is, all these weirdo people that think that they're going to solve the murder. And then because of that Gabby Petito situation, they were sort of validated because I think there were some things that were Mm-hmm. found out because of their like obsessive coverage. But like 
they it's almost like the broken clock thing. I mean, yeah, I totally like, agree. Yeah. yeah. And in in and, some ways, I think it probably obstructs justice more than it helps. Thank my God. We really do agree We're about everything. everything. Like, I'm so happy if, if, um, you can get a murder solved yes. from any means. Totally. But Sarah, Sarah and I feel <laughs> <laughs> that usually you're going to get in the way of, uh, What's the word? Effective justice. Yeah. yeah. Policing. Like it's, and, and you know, what if, what if you, I don't know, use your like internet sleuthing and you're like, oh, I should go interview this person, or talk to this person or find this person. Then you talk to him first and then the, scares them off or like. You, oh, you, right. You know, like they get, they yeah. get wind that like people yes. are on their trail. Yes. Yeah, good point, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, they I only bring that up because I separately have criticized how like is it Gen Z or maybe millennials or both are obsessed with Easter eggs and I've teased Oh yeah. on the show about how I'm like, oh, it doesn't I love Easter eggs. I just hate when it's like it means they're gay, like how they think Harry Styles is gay because of like some two second clip of a video from 15 years ago that they unearth. Mm -hmm. And one of our brainiacs sent me an article in the New York times about the history of Easter eggs. It was really interesting. Yeah. And I do, I love Easter eggs. Isn't it fun? If you spot something in a movie or whatever, that's like a nod to like something about Pixar does a great job of this. Can you think of an example? Yeah. I know they do in, that. The, in the toy bin, so the dentist's office from Finding Nemo, the dentist, they, they're all in the fish tank at the dentist's office. Yeah. And yeah. in the toy box at the dentist's office are Buzz and Woody. I <gasps> See, I love that. That's adorable. So cute. And I love the intentionality of it. And then yeah. someone had to think of it and then it, it went to all the trouble of doing it. Like, that's just fun. Um, but it was saying how Easter eggs are initially, it was in a video game oh, and oh, some, yes. Yeah. Oh, from, ready player one writes about this. Yes. Ready player one, I think was mentioned in the article. Yeah. Was like, Cause that is was, a movie about a video game and you have to find the Easter egg in the video game to win. And then the whole thing. And it's all about that. Yes. 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 And Which the is probably original based on the first one. Easter egg. What? Which that move that why, like when that movie was written, it was probably based on that first Easter egg. That's exactly what you're talking one. about. The original. Yeah, there was some story about how in the 80s there was this video game designer and he was either bored or he was limited somehow in his role. And so he was like, I'm going to show them. I'm going to put in this secret room. And like it was his way of gaining agency and having a voice or whatever. And it's cute. And it got really popular and now people sort of look for them. But then there's this subgroup of people that are like obsessed with them. And my only criticism was about how, like, Taylor Swift fans, you know, like, thought her song Lavender Haze, lavender is the color of, like, the, some, I don't know whether it's trans or, like, some LGBT, whatever. And, like, she's trying to tell us that she's bisexual, whatever. Stop doing that. Yeah. Um, Anyway. It doesn't help that K-pop 
artists or groups are using Morse code in their music videos to hint about upcoming albums and things like that. So young kids are learning Morse code so that that they can figure out what they're saying. And they actually are doing this. It's not like they think they are. They... They really are doing that in their music I think music that's videos. cool. Yeah. So like that's like a new thing. I was just listening to NPR and having them talking about this. Okay. I, that I'm into. Like if you can sort of manipulate a trend mm-hmm. for good, mm-hmm. I mean, that's cool. And now like teenagers are communicating in Morse code and their parents can't understand and they're like going to their grandparents for like <laughs> teaching them the language <laughs> whatever. That's the cool. Code. Yeah. This was saying that like Easter eggs flatter consumers' sense of themselves as being nobody's fool. That like ah. they start to feel like I know what's up and you don't. And because I feel like I'm a so true smart. Pixar fan because I know about that toy chest. Okay, well, it makes and you, you feel are. like yeah, like you're part of some like special know-it-all group. I guess what always ends up happening to me and why I'm always like curb your enthusiasm, like curb your enthusiasm, is because it just seems like it's not a good use of your time if you're spending hours and hours trying to decode Taylor Swift's Instagram. Correct. Correct. And that's what people did with those Idaho murders. This is what what we will look... For I feel like there's a Bible quote about this. Like if you look for evil, you'll find. Or if you look for like wherever, if you search for that, you will find what you are searching Mm -hmm. for. And yeah, and that's that's one thing that we're just like looking through things with a really like mm, biased lens when you're like in that place. If it's something like a Taylor Swift album, it's pretty much harmless and right. just kind of a waste of time. But when you're talking about murders right. and you think, oh, I know, which is what happened like on TikTok, some idiot decided it was the professor at the college who talks, who teaches about m- crime and and then went online and said she did it. And she was like, um, I wasn't even in the state. Oh, God. And then ruins her life. That's a big fucking problem. Those people should get in trouble for that. Yeah, she's. Because isn't that technically like. What are they called? Not tampering with evidence. Libel and defamatory. Yeah, but also like something like obstructing justice or something like that. Obstruction of justice. I'm I'm sure it could be. Yeah. And in that professor's life, it's, you know. She's being defamed and... That's awful. Yeah. Whatever. It's awful. Okay. But anyway, so it's like kind of like balance. You can be a fan. You don't have to be a fanatic. And um, and the bottom line is that mm-hmm. especially with someone like Taylor Swift, who so masterfully right. leverages online culture. I mean, she's very good at what she does. Right. Um, they're trying to sell you something. Right. So like maybe keep that in mind like that that's okay everyone's got to make money we have ads whatever it's just that like stop getting so invested in this stuff right because she just wants to sell a goddamn album right <laughs> there's no special magical award for figuring it out first no 
Anyway. There's nothing to figure out. Let's wind it down. We talked about so much. I know. I'm sorry. I had a What are you sorry say. for? This is great. This is what we want to do. Brain candy. We're learning. Was I self-deprecating just then? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Why do I keep talking? <gasps> um, I The biggest takeaway from this episode was Hobie. Hobie's an asshole. For me. Yeah. What's he up to? I know. We should definitely, definitely look We should this. invite him on the show. Oh, <gasps> see if he remembers. And then be like, hey, what are you up to now? (laughs) And then ask him, like, how much he (laughs) (laughs) weighs. For real. Uh, Although that's, I mean, two wrongs don't make I know, I know. Uh, How old were you at that time? um, Probably 16 or 17. Oh, my God. Definitely. Sarah, why were you in a club? Susie, I was already in co- in college at 17. What am I going to do? Not go there? Yeah. What? I'm not Yeah, going. not go there. No, yeah, no, I was, I was, I must have been because I had moved to Orange County by, or moved to San Francisco by the time I was like 19. So yeah, I was like 17, 18. Hmm. Yeah. No, I'm judging. Um... Wow. Uh, the other takeaway is that you and I do not disagree anymore. Which I know. Is, I can't believe this. This is amazing. We, uh, do we even have a show? It's We're going to have to talk unnerving. about something. Quick, quick. What do we disagree on? Uh, well, I, you know, like I just did. I said you shouldn't have gone to that club. Oh, there we go. How there old go. was he? Was he 20? Like young 20? Yeah, young 20s. But like, what are you doing at like the 18 and over club? Like when you're... 22. You're a wee lass. Yeah. Not me, him. To the gal in a wheelchair on Instagram, welcome to online life, man. Welcome to being hot. Sorry. Yeah. Just accept it. You're just a babe and you're posting in lingerie and we're only human. Right. And you're going to have to start using those block block words and and stuff like that. You're going to have to put a filter. I don't want to block all these people because I wouldn't have any followers left. Like, it's almost all of her followers are these fetishists. And I'm just sort of like, okay. But so she says that if you block them all, then she wouldn't have any followers. And then that downgrades her in the algorithm. Well, you got to take the good with the bad, ma'am. Yeah. No such thing as bad press. So, I don't know. And then. Millennial pause. I Just embrace this. it. Nothing yeah. wrong with being intentional. Yeah. Now start to look for it. Yeah. On TikTok. Yeah. If you see a gal like Sarah's age, I'm not millennial. I'm Gen, I'm Gen X. We don't even know how the internet works. <laughs> like my, <laughs> we're not pausing. You we're start with shaking. the camera facing the wrong way. And <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're doing those selfies where they're like from below. Yeah. And then, oh, oh, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. Oh, and true. Funny. Any hoodles, you get the idea. We covered a lot of ground. So much. How great is our merch that Sarah has designed? Well, with we like are this both mug. drinking out of our mugs right now. And the puzzle is the same design, and it is yeah. so hard and fun. Yeah. And it's just, you are such a talented woman. Oh, thanks, Suze. I love our stickers. I mean, stickers. that's obvious, but I do too. 
And I we feel have a lot like of great stuff. the Can It sweatshirt is the one that we should be wearing in promotion. Yeah, that's got to get that's got to get more uh, traction. Yeah, for you sure. know what? For real, Can, can It. We're good at sex. And check out our Patreon for bonus content and all that jazz. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.